This is What's That About, the show where we look at topics and trends that we find interesting and based on the listener stats, eh, no one else does. So, (laughs) (laughs) today we are going to take a look at tickling and what is going on with that. You know how there are like some words that are just more fun to say than other words? Mm-hmm. Like lozenge. Oh, lozenge is good. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love lozenge. Yeah. I love shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans is quite good too. Good. Debauchery. Less good, but not bad. <laughs> <laughs> good. My favourite bizarre one though is you know when you're making, like using breadcrumbs and the, the brand of the breadcrumbs crummies. is Crummy. called crummies. <laughs> Crummies is the best. I love it. <laughs> when, when, I, when I in... buy it, I get a bit of a, a bit of a smile. I get a Mona Lisa smile happening when I buy crummies. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, tickles or tickling or tickles, that's one of those words. Tickles I can't is say up there. It, yeah. yeah, I can't say it without having a little bit of a, a titter. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I find interesting about tickling is that historically some of the world's greatest minds have attempted to figure out what tickling is about. Yeah. Like Charles Darwin was one of those people that spent time trying to figure out what happens when we tickle. I I just love the idea of him going to his research supervisor and going, I've got two project ideas. One (laughs) is about how all life is related and descended from a common ancestor. The other is about why do I have a little giggle when someone touches my foot? Yeah. I don't know why I turned into Ricky Gervais when I said that last yeah, that time. <laughs> what do I have a little giggle when someone touches me foot? <laughs> a little bit of Frank Spencer as well. <laughs> a little tickle on my beret. <laughs> um, what did you find out about tickling? Well, tickling, let's just, we'll start off as per usual with our definition. So, tickling is the act of touching a part of a body in a way that causes involuntary twitching, movements, or laughter. And there's two types of um, sensations that are related to tickling. One is, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, kismesis, and one is gargalesis. Kismesis is the annoying type of tickle. It's like an itchy thing. It's an insect crawling up your leg. It's not really amusing. Well, gargalesis, and this is a quote from Wikipedia, gargalesis reactions refer to a pleasurable feeling caused by a harsher, deeper pressure stroked across the skin in various regions of the body. I'm blushing when I'm reading that because that sounds a bit dirty. Let's be honest. Like, what is like going 50, 50, on there? It's 50 shades of grey. It is. That was, uh, that was intense. It kind of sounds to me, it sounds like a policeman talking about a recent sexual experience. Like, <laughs> reports indicate a perpetrator gained entry and I allegedly reacted with a pleasurable feeling caused by a harsher, <laughs> deeper pressure when stroked across my skin in various regions of my body. <laughs> That's a policeman. It's, it's a policeman describing himself getting lucky. Allegedly you, getting lucky. Do you remember when it was either you or someone you knew went for a job at the police force and they were talking to you on the phone about where to come for the interview and they're like, please enter the uh, rear of the premises at 0800 hours and you're on the phone going, I love the way policemen speak. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So, they're the two 
kinds of tickling. And what seems to happen with really the second kind of tickling, but I guess both types technically, we have millions of tiny little nerve endings that lie just below the surface of the skin. And when they're lightly stimulated, they send messages to two parts of the brain. One is the somatosensory cortex, which is responsible for analyzing touch. And the other is the anterior cingulated cortex, which governs pleasurable feelings. So when both of these areas are activated at the same time, it creates that pleasurable tickling sensation. That's as technical as we've ever gotten on the podcast, I think. Yeah, yeah. The last time I got technical, you started paying me out saying I had a white coat on. I'm going to do the same. You, got- <laughs> you, know my, you know my trick for sounding technical? Mm. Speak quickly. Just get through it. Yeah, you got to speak really... If you're going to go, you know, the anterior cingulated cortex, which governs pleasant... That's much more... Yeah, he's, on, he's on top of his brief. That's true. And you don't get questions if you're followed up by, you know, the old uh, anterior cortex. You guys all know about that. And uh, <laughs> you just chuck out some... That the, Suddenly the knowledge is assumed. No questions are coming back because yeah, they're going to look stupid. Exactly right. It's a confidence game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Luke, can you tell us about the the reasons why people are ticklish? Yep. There are five main theories that have been put out there, so I'll just run through them very quickly. The first one is that it's actually something which has evolved to support bonding between parents and, and, and babies and children. So, it's this little intimate kind of moment that, that kind of you know promotes bonding is, is one idea. Um, another idea is around it's a developmental response. So in utero, when a, a fetus is in a, a position which is not really great for their kind of development, this tickling reaction will force them to change positions in the in the belly. Hmm. Um, the third is around tickling acts as an alarm to alert us to things crawling on our skin that might be dangerous like for a us. Poisonous spider or something. Yeah, like a poisonous spider. The fourth is around, this is my favourite one, is that tick, tickling evolved to encourage the development of combat skills. So it's kind of a safe way for young kids to learn how to <coughs> protect these the most sensitive parts of their body, which are the most ticklish, because they're the bits that are probably going to bleed out most if you, if you get in any, any damage. Oh, that's interesting. So it's kind of like this little game that, that was developed around how do you teach kids to look after themselves physically is kind of the fourth one. And the fifth one, crummies. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense, whatever. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> From adolescence onwards, you're roughly seven times more likely to be tickled by somebody of the opposite sex. There you mm. go. So the- I was obviously an outlier in that uh, <laughs> in that study. I don't think I spoke. Oh boy, school probably didn't speak to a girl other than mum until I was twenty three. <laughs> it was probably the only move I had up my sleeve as a teenager was a tickle. The tickle. Like, yeah, that was yeah. kind of just no uh, no verbal skills, no pick up lines. Just a uh, tickle might steal their hat and run away with it as well. Oh, that yeah, was probably that the other. That was the other. Thing. I just stuck with the primary school thing of just punching them if I like someone. <laughs> Good option. Yeah. Good option. If you punch them in the boobs, that's second base right there. So, uh... <laughs> Obviously, I never did that. That's, oh. that's abuse. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the things that 
I oh you know how you always know something, but when someone says it or you read it, you kind of like, ah, that's actually they're kind of like, yeah, I, I knew that, but I didn't really wasn't front of mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how you, like, you can't tickle yourself. Yeah. And they were saying the reason for that is because there's a part of your brain, the cerebellum, that kind of um, lets your brain, the rest of your brain know that it's coming. So one of the things about tickling is when someone else does it, it's the anticipation or the the act of surprise. Mm. Whereas when you do it yourself, you kind of you're you're already scanning the environment. So once you know it's coming, your brain kind of just says, "Yeah, we don't need to worry about that. We can kind of focus on other areas because that's a that's a known." A known safety it's not a threat that's kind of the idea behind it however if someone's tickling you and you don't want to laugh you can just put your hand on their hand and then imagine that it's you doing it to yourself so you're kind of getting in sync with the tickle from the other person through your own hand yeah it's yeah kind of that's that's the strategy and that's what a lot of doctors do when they're examining kids or examining someone that's very ticklish in the feet or any of these ticklish areas they tell the patient to put their hands on their hands while they're doing it, and then the tickling won't um, be there, so they can do a proper assessment. Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew doctors did that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Whenever I go get a massage, because I'm very ticklish, very ticklish. <laughs> okay. If I go get a massage, I spend the whole time just giggling, particularly on the legs and the feet. I'm just giggling away the whole time. Mm. Um, the weirdest experience I had was when we were in India and there was this, I went to this random massage place where this guy who was wearing nothing but kind of a, a loincloth underpant was giving me a massage that contrasted between agony in terms of how harsh it was and being really ticklish. Like it was just flipped between those two things. But the worst thing was about three or four times in the course of the massage, his, uh, his old fella fell out of his loincloth. <laughs> Why was the guy massaging you wearing a loincloth? I don't know, but he, he put me <laughs> in a loincloth as well. So, so double was... loincloth, cancel each other out, you were both naked. <laughs> <laughs> like, the worst thing was because his, his old fella would kind of flop on the table. Like, it would on kind the of, table? Because he, because he was leaning over the table... And it would kind of just slide out the side and rest on the table. What sort of massage place was this? <laughs> and I was just sitting there, either giggling or squealing with agony. It was the it was the weirdest situation of my life. That is weird. And you, I remember you did a massage course at one point. What certificate was three. Certificate three <laughs> in massage. Yeah. <laughs> I finished year twelve. Didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. Did a two week massage course just to see what it was like. I knew I didn't want to be a masseuse. Why? That was the, and what was, that was it the about key the learning? Who was it? What's the demographic of a massage course? I assume all the loincloth man was similar <laughs> type of person was there. It was actually mainly physio students or sports exercise people for the most part who I think wanted to kind of add to a skill set. Yeah, I was going in as a as a focused career masseuse. Really? Is that what you wanted massage. to do? <laughs> career masseuse. Within within the first three days, I've just gone, eh, pretty sure I don't want to be a masseuse. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. The, the worst bit of the whole course was when they made you strip down to your underpants. And I was a self-conscious, you know, 18-year-old. Mm. And you had to partner up and draw in texture 
all the muscles on the human body on each other. Oh, that's weird. And like, though, it was just... Because some people would be quite uncomfortable. Oh, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It was just awful because they're trying to like find the abs and draw abs on and it was just this... <laughs> that would have been very difficult for you. Where, was... where are the abs? <laughs> yeah, they deserve points for trying. That's all I can say. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how we got here. But yeah, um... I don't know. <laughs> but interesting, when it comes to... Um, you know, generally it's thought that the most ticklish areas are the ones with the most nerve endings, but it's actually not true because the palm of the hand has one of the most nerve endings in the body, but generally not a ticklish area. But it says here, other commonly ticklish areas, and this is from um, a particular website, include the feet, sides of the torso, and the neck, the knee, the midriff, the navel, the ribs, and the taint. I could not believe I saw a taint (laughs) reference. What is the taint? The taint is... (laughs) I can't believe we even got here, but it was in a reputable uh, publication. The taint is an area... Between the area between the anus mm. and the genitals. Hang on a minute. Yeah, that, this, 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 go on. What's the what's the medical term for it? I don't know. I'm not sure. The taint. T- I'm sure it's not taint. I, I think it could have even been Wikipedia. Oh, hang on. I'm looking at the link now. I've gone to the link, and the link is okay. Take back the fact that I said it was reputable. It's the Sex Bible. <laughs> the Complete Guide to Sexual Love. <laughs> the Sex Bible. There you go. Just ignore that. I can't. She just, yeah, taint. I don't know. <laughs> taint. <laughs> and I've just gone to Urban Dictionary. And you know how they always give the word and then they say it in a sentence? Yeah. And it says, see, derf. Derf is the area between the scrotum and the nuts. Okay, so it must be derf is a male one and taint is female. Derf. I've never heard of derf. Have you heard of derf? Never heard of derf. There is a there is another term for it that I'm, I'm I can't bring this tip of the tongue. I cannot think. There's another term that's commonly used for that little little space, but I can't remember it. <laughs> um, derf. That's pretty good. It's so many weird. gooch, also known as grundle. You know, it's funny with the sensitivity of the foot. Sorry, another word. Banus. Banus. Balls and anus. They call it a banus. See taint. Banus. That's pretty much. That's pretty much fun. That's, that's the best one so far. That's up there with crummies. But I like to think crummies. it's. I call it. I call it a crummy. Basically, <laughs> it's, it's a very tickly area. Um. What else have you got? Tickle. Tickle related. Uh. Well, tickle torture. Did you look into tickle torture? It's actually a type oh, of torture. About it. Yeah. Yeah. So the Nazis used to use tickling as a form of torture during World War Two, and it's also it goes back in history in sort of. In Europe, a few hundred years ago, they used to use tickle torture where a goat was compelled to lick the victim's feet after they had been dipped in salt water. And then once the goat had licked the salt off, the victim's feet would be dipped in the salt water again and the process would repeat itself. Apparently, it's really, really bad. Tickle torture. How long do you reckon they have to lick for before it gets bad? Because surely for the first few minutes, yeah, you're like, yeah, this isn't so bad. Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's yeah. pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but apparently it's bad. And I actually read a report, and it, I'm not going to say it was from a reputable source. It was probably in the Sex Bible as well. You but back <laughs> on the Sex Bible. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it says someone was tickled to death. I don't know how that's possible, other than if it's laughing so hard that they stop breathing. I don't know. 
Is that, is that possible? I wonder if I don't think it's, I can't imagine it being possible. <laughs> yeah, of all the forms of torture, I would probably go for the tickle torture over, over the others. Yeah, me too. That sounds great. Yeah. Mm. Very, very cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I read that most of the other primates are ticklish, but also rats are ticklish. Which is also a little bit cute. That is a bit cute. <laughs> a little cute. <laughs> Apparently there was studies done where, like, when you place things in rats' cages that can tickle, they'll kind of tickle themselves by kind of running at it and brushing up against it and then having, like, a little chuckle. Really? Tickling themselves? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah, impossible. Tickling. They mustn't have good cerebellums. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, problem there. the rats have had problems with their cerebellums for years. Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> There was a study that said that uh, a study of college students indicated that only 32% of respondents enjoyed being tickled. There you go. Um, it's funny because I, only 32%. I don't I do like it. being tickled. I just, really? I, I can't engineer enough situations where I can prompt someone into tickling me. You could it's just walk uh, around with your arms in the air and then just hope, just <laughs> hoping someone will take the opportunity. <laughs> It is, uh, as, yeah, as a 33-year-old man, you don't find yourself in tickling situations that often. Alrighty, I think that's our tickling info done and dusted. All I can say, all I can suggest is go out and have a tickle. Really, oh, those old days. <laughs> go out and get some crummies. That's the, uh, that's... That's the real message from this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, um, that's probably us done. Thank you for listening. Alrighty. See you guys next episode. Thank you.